Everyone knows the importance of families. Everybody knows the importance of strong families, whether you're a family of one or whether you are a multi-generational family. We know how important family is, and we're going to look at some biblical ways to strengthen your family. Uh, We're going to start in Ruth chapter 1. We'll look at verse 16 this morning. We love our church family here at National Heights. We have some wonderful folks here. We're blessed with a marvelous staff, and it just so happens the way that uh, things occurred over a couple of years that uh, we brought into our staff three wonderful people over uh, the last couple of weeks as an anniversary. Uh, Joshua and Brian and Jeannie all are celebrating their anniversaries of starting their service here at National Heights uh, last week and then also this week. So if you see Joshua, tell him how much you love the music and how much you love the way that he leads us in worship. If you see Brian... Uh, Tell him congratulations on getting married, but also how much you appreciate all that he does uh, with our youth and the way that he helps them to grow in their walk with the Lord and leading them to Christ. And then if you see Jeannie, tell her how much you appreciate her, especially as she gets ready for Bible school. (laughs) Tell her how much you appreciate all that she does for us with our children. We appreciate our staff and we thank the Lord uh, for them and we celebrate with them on their anniversaries this week. You may have seen this particular television advertisement. Uh, It advertises a service where you can send in a sample of your DNA and the company will determine your ancestry. Uh, The folks in the commercial seem to be a little bit surprised by the results. Uh, uh, What they thought their ancestry was turns out to be a little bit different uh, when the actual results come in. One guy thought he was primarily Italian and he gets back some information that he's really primarily Eastern European. Things like that. Uh, They don't seem to be particularly upset about this new information, which is a very good thing. Not much they could do to change it now. (laughs) I haven't done the test, but according to the genealogic work, genealogical, that's our word word to say, genealogical work uh, two of my aunts have done, I'm about 85% Alabama farmer. Our genealogy gets a little sketchy uh, past that. I I, I guess my great-great-great-great-grandpa didn't have time to stop plowing the field to send in some DNA to Ancestry.com. We are interested in our ancestry because we know family matters. Blood is thicker than water, we say, and all of that. When no one else will stand up for you, family will That's a good thing. The book of Ruth is a story of a family, about the ties that bind a family together. And most importantly, the strength that faith brings to a family. We're going to look at those elements over the next uh, few weeks. but And as we do, we're going to find ways that you can find strength for your family. First of all, we need to understand something. Family is a decision. Ruth is an interesting book from a number of perspectives. The hero of the story, Ruth, is not a native to Israel. She's a Moabite. She lived during the time of the judges in in Israel. She married the son of Elimelech and Naomi. And this family had traveled from Israel into Moab during a time of famine in the nation of Israel. And during that time period when they were living in Moab, 
Elimelech died, as did his two sons. The Old Testament time was a cruel era for widows. Outside of family, they had very little hope for help. And so Naomi makes the decision to travel back to Israel so she can be with her family and receive the help that she needs. And she tells her two daughter-in-laws, because their husbands have also died, that they need to go back to their Moabite families and receive the help that they need. Now, one of the daughter-in-laws tearfully decides to return back to her Moabite family. But Ruth makes a different decision. She insisted that she be allowed to accompany Naomi back to Israel to take care of her. And probably the best known verse in the book of Ruth uh, record what Ruth said to her mother-in-law, Naomi. It's found in chapter 1, verse 16. But Ruth replied, don't urge me to leave you or turn back from you. Where you go, I will go. And where you stay, I will stay. Your people will be my people and your God will be my God. Ruth made a decision. She was going to stay with Naomi. Now that meant leaving everything she had known to go to a land where she had never been, to experience a future that she had no way of knowing what it would be. But her decision was firm. Where you go, she tells her mother-in-law, I'll go. Where you stay, I will stay. Now, Ruth illustrates a very important truth. A strong family doesn't just happen. A strong family is a decision. There were no doubt several factors that went into Ruth's decision to accompany Naomi, and we're going to look at several of those, one very important one in just a moment. But first, let's pause at this very important truth. Ruth made a conscious decision to go with Naomi. She didn't have to. She was under no moral, legal, or cultural obligation. In fact, her culture would have dictated that as a widow, she do the exact opposite, that she go back to her own family. That was what would have been best, at least from an earthly view. Uh, It would have been better, from an earthly perspective, for Ruth to look out for herself. And In fact, that's what Naomi told her to do. Naomi told her, you need to take care of your own self. I can't help you. You need to go back to your family where you can get the help that you need. But instead of putting herself and her own needs first, Ruth made a decision to put Naomi's needs ahead of her own. And that, in a nutshell, is the decision that makes a family strong. The decision to put someone else ahead of yourself. Now, parents understand how that works. From the diaper changes to the visit to the pediatrician and having to sit in the sick baby waiting room with everybody else's sick kids running around. To the piano recitals, to the baseball practices and 98 degree weather. As parents, we recognize when the needs of our children come first. 
We make a conscious decision out of deep, abiding love that, yes, I will clean that poopy diaper. Ruth made a decision. She would go with Naomi. So today, I invite you to make a decision. Make a decision today for your family. Decide that, yes, we're going to have disagreements. Yes, it's going to be tough. But whatever else, we are family. Whatever the future holds, our family holds. Whatever whatever storms life may bring, our family will ride them out together. Now, that doesn't just happen. You have to make it happen. And it's hard. In fact, it's impossibly hard. It was for Ruth. Yet something made this work. What was it? How did Ruth come to make this decision that for herself, from earthly signs, was a terrible choice? How did she do that? Just like choosing to stay with Naomi was a decision, Ruth made another decision. A a, a no turning back, burn the boats, this is where I stand decision. Because not only is family a decision, even more importantly, faith is a decision. Ruth's decision to go with Naomi was monumental enough. But she made an even more monumental decision that day. Listen again to her words. They're in verse 16. But Ruth replied, don't urge me to leave you or turn back from you. Where you go, I will go. Where you stay, I will stay. Your people will be my people. And your God, my God. Ruth had grown up in the worship of the Moabite god Chemosh. That's all she had ever known growing up. We're not given all the details, but something about her time with Naomi's family changed that. Now, obviously, she saw their faith, especially the faith of Naomi. And what she saw changed her. Ruth could no longer follow this false god of her home country. She didn't just decide to stay with Naomi. Her decision went much deeper than that. Ruth decided to follow the one true God. As she tells Naomi what her choice is, Ruth uses the Hebrew name for God, Yahweh or Jehovah. And that's significant. The the normal way for a person who was not from Israel to talk about the God of Israel was to use another term, the term Elohim. It's often translated as Lord in our scripture. But Ruth doesn't do that. Instead, she uses the name that she no doubt had heard Naomi use. This was no simple decision. It was a life-changing decision. Ruth recognized the validity of Naomi's faith, and she chose that same faith, no turning back. 
When I began to understand my need to receive Christ, my mom took me to talk to our pastor at the time. And he explained the gospel to me, how Jesus died on the cross for our sins and how he rose from the grave. And I knew all of that. I'd been hearing that story since I was in the cradle role. I understood all of that. But I knew that the time had come in my own life to take that next step. It was more than just knowing the stories. It was more even than just a heart knowledge. And I'll never forget how my pastor described it to me. He told me it was like jumping off the high dive at the swimming pool. I understood that. I understood how it was to climb up that ladder and to walk out on that board and wave to all your friends while you're out there. All that's fine and good, but at some point, you have to take that next step and jump off the end of the board. And, And the way he explained it to me, he said, that's what faith is like. You trust Jesus and turn your life over to him, and he takes over the rest. (laughs) And once you make that commitment, once you've given your life to the Lord, there's no turning back, like going up on the high dive. Once you've stepped off the end, there's no going back. My pastor explained to me that if by faith I would trust in Christ, I would take that step. I would make that decision. And Jesus would do the rest. No turning back. Ruth made that kind of decision. She not only followed Naomi, more importantly, she followed God. And never looked back. That's the secret to a strong family. The willingness to commit completely to God, to fully trust Jesus Christ, first of all, for your salvation, for your own personal relationship with the Lord. To say to Jesus, you are Lord of all, I commit everything to you. I commit my sin to you. I I seek the forgiveness that that only you can give. I commit my talents to you. I want to do my very best that I can for you in whatever way you lead me to do. And I commit my family to you. The most important thing that you've entrusted into my hand. I give it to you, God. You see, that's what Ruth did. And at that particular moment, she was a family of one. She'd lost her husband. She didn't have any children. And so it was just her. And Ruth came to a point in her life where she said, Okay, God, I commit that, what I have, to you. God, I'm going to serve you. And that led her to follow Naomi back to Israel. And we'll see the rest of the story, which you know this very familiar story, how God will work through a series of events that will one day lead Ruth to be an ancestor to King David of Israel. But not only that, she also becomes an ancestor to Jesus. As you read through the lineage of Jesus in the Gospels, you'll read her name. Now, she didn't know any of that 
Like I said, she was a family of one. Just one little lady in a, in a world that was turned against her. But she made a decision. God, I entrust everything I have into your hands. And I'm going to take that step of faith. I don't know what the future holds, God, but I'm going to follow you. And the future that God had for you, for Ruth, was extraordinary. Folks, what we need to understand is as we entrust our life into the hands of Jesus, as we entrust our family into the hands of Jesus, the future that he has for us is extraordinary too. Heavenly Father, help us understand this, this this one secret. We're going to talk about a lot of things over the next few weeks about how to make our families strong. But this one truth leads to all of them. That as we entrust our life into your hands, as we give our family to you, you make it strong. So God, help us to do that today. Help us to entrust our families to you. Help us, Heavenly Father, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.